Coming to you from 27 miles west of downtown Chicago, you're listening to 27 West, produced by the congregations of Wheaton Bible Church and Iglesia del Pueblo in West Chicago, Illinois, and Tri-Village Church, our campus in nearby Streamwood. Our purpose is to make this very large body of Christ a little smaller as we meet and learn from one another. Welcome to 27 West Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Murray, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Amy Silava. Hello. Live music by Amy Mueller. Hey. And our guest this week is Dan Cassidy. B. Hey, guys. So we, we just want this podcast to be a place where we can come, laugh, learn, and just just know each other more. So how's everyone doing? Doing good. 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 Did you everyone have your coffee today? I did. Okay, good. Yeah. Amy, how are you doing? Great. Cool. Anything yeah. new for you? No, just drinking the coffee. All right. Well, good. <laughs> drinking the coffee. So Dan... Um, we know you, but let our listeners know a little about you. Tell us, tell us a little bit about who you are. I am a husband wow. to my wife of 14 years, Lauren Cassidy, and uh, we have two kids, Luke and Lucy. They're five and seven years old. That's awesome. And uh, you love music. Tell us about that. I am a kid who uh, just grew up loving music. I kind of knew at a young age that I wanted to play the drums. And it always fascinated me um, that you could play many things and make a song in a multi-track recorder. That's like one mm. of my first memories of like, that would be fun to do. So I remember getting out my dad's four track and being like, this thing's broken, doesn't work at all, <laughs> this isn't going well. And just feeling completely defeated. And uh, then, you know, over the years, being in bands, being in the youth group growing up and... Um, just yeah, I always knew music was for me. So. That's cool. So, uh, were you one of those kids that took lessons, or were you self-taught? You know, this is funny, and this maybe could could go out to a kid who's feeling discouraged. I uh, I I went to take drum lessons at the local strip mall, uh, thinking, you know, I, I'm just gonna learn how to play drums, and then I'll get a drum set someday. And I got to my first lesson, and the guy's like, "So when you get home and you play on your drum set," and I said, "Oh, I don't have a drum set." And uh, he's like, oh, you, you got to get a drum set. We can't really be, uh, you're not going to learn anything if you can't practice on a drum set. So I, I got a drum okay. set. <laughs> now, were, were your parents happy that you got a drum set? Mm, I don't think so. But okay. they were very supportive. So I think it was, uh, you yeah. know. Why well, I, I would say as a parent, I would be supportive of anything that my child would do if they put their effort into it. Except playing the Except drums. for maybe playing the drums. <laughs> so I might buy them electric drums or something. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Go that route. On. Those were not around. My yeah. sister's boyfriend, or not, I don't even think it was a boyfriend, but her friend lent me a drum set that had been sitting in his attic for, you know, 10 years. <laughs> that's, so we got it done for on the cheap. That's cool. So we're going to hear more later about your, your musical history and who you became and how you became that person but tell us how, how'd you get involved here at Wheaton Bible like we want to know like why are you here yeah that's a great question um I really feel like I made my dedication you know to the Lord um in 2003 or so 2002 maybe and uh I think we we were just a part of a small home church and we lived in uh Oak Park at the time just married, and um, we somehow, I can't remember why, but we got plugged into um, 
Ecclesia back then. Do you remember Ecclesia when oh, it was yeah. on the Main Street yep. Chapel? Yep. And still, I mean, there's people I see walking around the halls here today where I'm like, yeah, Ecclesia. Like, we just, we know each other. And you're a part of the table, so it yeah. was, became the table eventually. But, yeah, it was just like a close-knit bunch. Um, we, it was, I guess, for singles, but I was married, and, but my wife and I went together. So it was just like, we just looked at it as, you know, the big churches yeah. for the old people yeah. at the time. And yeah. this now, was now there's, the there's historically seconds. a lot of really good musicians that come out of Ecclesia. It does feel that Were you way. involved with any of the music at all? I helped a few times, but I mean, much like today, for whatever reason, I don't know if I'm just like uh, the guy who's who gets on stage and, and does the things I've written myself, but I've never really done a ton with playing with the worship band. or But I did a little bit back then, and I do a little bit today, okay. just whenever there's a need, I guess. Now, we also um, had you play uh, on the worship stuff for, for Rooted. Rooted, yeah. Yeah, so tell, um, you did Rooted. Yes, Did twice. Did you like that? Twice, <laughs> Been yeah. Been through it twice. twice. Yeah. Can yeah. you explain oh, for the people who maybe don't know what Rooted is? Yeah, definitely. Since um, you've done it twice, you probably know. Yeah, and he's, I, th- I he's, think an ab- he's absolutely a Rooted pro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess I would call myself a pro. Uh, yeah, and I think it's a good segue, too, because I mentioned, you know, 2002, I had gotten saved just going to this home church. And uh, I always kind of felt like there was something stopping me from like really experiencing all that is in the gospel. And and I think it was community. Uh, I realized in, what was it, 2016, late 2016, we did Rooted, or maybe middle of the year, uh, and we were just in a group. We weren't leading. And um, I was a little nervous um, just about, like, you know, sharing, because I'm, I'm a little bit of an introvert, believe it or not. Even though I can get up on stage and sing, I'm still kind of introverted socially and Um, it's a lot for me to, you know, like pray with another person, even Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, but real quick, I I learned that, um, with rooted, you have that community and it's, I don't know, something about going through the curriculum together. Um, there's a, there's a few experiences that really just like, you realize like, oh, these, these people have the same, um, inhibitions as I do and, and it's okay. So, yeah, God just broke down those walls really quick uh, to the extent where uh, we were just going to continue on with our life group after Rooted, uh, same people, after that first Rooted pilot. And um, God just kind of showed us, like, you know, like, you were you were breaking down these walls you had up, now keep doing it. And yeah. we, we found some friends who we didn't think would come to church. And um, so we just started a Rooted at our house, which is oh, that's awesome. kind of off the wall. And yeah. we didn't know if the church would go for it, but they're like, yeah, I mean, that's what God's telling yeah. you to do. You do it and you you pray about it and you trust them. And that's great. So that's what we did. And that that's was our awesome. second right. Rooted experience where we were the leaders, my wife. Now, now here's something really cool, interesting. This is for all of our young listeners because we have a lot all right. right, Amy. I hope so. Right, we we might, yeah. we might. Um, <laughs> but Dan, you did. You have been involved in some pretty cool stuff. I I think you know music is great in this, but maybe one of the coolest is your involvement with Lego. <laughs> yeah. uh, tell us about that. Maybe Amy, come up with. Uh, is there a such thing as Lego music? I'm sure Amy could go and just make play some. a little something. I know she knows the Peanuts song. Yeah. Oh. That- that's good. Close enough. We could do that. <laughs> That's animated. Um. 
Oh, that's you. Okay. <laughs> I'm a huge Amy fan, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> We're all Amy fans. the best. This is great. You go ahead and just tell us while she's oh, playing. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel yeah. like I should be snapping. Yeah, hey. <laughs> no, um, music for me was always a very serious thing, very uh, introspective, and I, I wanted to, like, you know, write poetry in my sure. lyrics. And somewhere around 2009, there were all these goofy bands that were in the scene with us, just, like, neon everywhere, and they were... Yeah. I don't know what they were singing about. I guess love, but it just felt so strange. Yeah. And so I wrote a parody, and it was it was a parody of Miley Cyrus's song "Every Band and or Every." It's a party in the USA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, and love so, that song. And so my parody was called "Every Band in the USA," and it was just kind of like poking fun at <laughs> sure, these bands sure. that we were on tour with, and they were all our friends. But so that parody kind of blew up and it was like our first like youtube success i guess and uh you know a few hundred thousand views and i was like oh wow it's like okay to have fun playing music yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i have fun but it was it was okay to be comical in my sure. lyrical delivery or right. something like that and so since then um we kind of actively were looking for those things we did a ton of just fun music for the nfl that wasn't you know these deep lyrics that i yeah. had, you know about Wait, my so faith you, or something. You, just stop there. That that's kind of a big deal. So you you played music for the NFL. Yeah. T- like what do you mean? Taylor Swift does that. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're always in the shadows of Taylor. No. Um aren't, aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. We all are, really. Yeah. Um yeah, but we we just started writing for this company out of Milwaukee and they they landed this deal where it was like, okay, we're gonna kind of be the in-house crew that's going to write two songs for all 32 NFL teams. Wow. And so we did that. My brother and I took us like over a year. Yeah, I was going to say that must because they all have to be unique. Yeah, for the it was team. like, okay, what are we going to sing about the Rams? So it's not just like, go Rams! Go Eagles! You couldn't just do that? It was a one-to-one experience. So yeah, every team had to be... Or two to one, I guess, because yeah. we had to write two songs. Wow! Um, every team had to have their own flavor. We'd get into like what's going on in New Orleans. What and write yeah, a song about right. the Saints? Um, did you remember? And they didn't can, all get can, used, do you remember but, the one you wrote for the Bears? Yes, it's my brother is still working on it because okay. that's one of the ones that didn't land. Oh, like it well. didn't didn't go well. Many but, many things don't land well with the yeah. Bears. <laughs> I th- exactly. <laughs> Mostly, okay, but mostly now I started this whole conversation with Lego. Yes, so I'm you did sorry. some stuff with Ninjago, yeah. which is um, a form of Lego. It's a branch of Lego. Yeah. Ninjago, from what I understand, is a bunch of little um, primary colored ninjas that run around and they save the day. It's a great description. From, much much like the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it, a lot <laughs> so like So they're and Ninja Turtles. And, <laughs> and Power Rangers, but they're not ninjas. Okay, so primary colors yeah. are good. Ninja plastic. That's right. Tell us how you got involved and picked and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, I was, I was kind of getting there, but I was a little long-winded. Um, so <laughs> we were in this studio situation, going to the studio every day for the first time in my life, making like a, a salary, if you will, sure. off of music, which it felt great. And so I had this at my disposal, and we get a call from this guy in Denmark, and he's like, hey, uh, I feel like maybe you'd be the guy to sing this song called The Weekend Whip. Um, It's going to be – there's a lot of potential, which is something you hear (laughs) daily in music. It's like, oh, you're not going to get paid, but it's – there's some potential and uh, really good uh, name recognition or something like that. 
And um, so I'm like, okay, well, I have this studio at my disposal, so I'll, I'll sing the demo and I'll, you know, give it my flavor and try yeah. to try to make it my own. And uh, the guy who sang it was from Denmark, so I'm listening to his like accent, like it's time for training and we're getting started. <laughs> and just like I'm like, oh, this is so weird. And why am I singing about ninjas at 10 a.m. Right, right. In this back room at the studio. Why? But why not? Yeah, and I mean, then I, I said, that. why okay. not? <laughs> yeah. And so I, I did my thing, and um, it was just a demo as far as I understood, and, you know, little little payment for my time. And I sent it off, and he said, oh, we're happy with it. Good job. And and then it's on Cartoon Network. Like, nice. this song awesome. was the in the is? show. The demo. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I sounded kind of bad. And uh, I would have tried harder if I had known this was sure. a real opportunity. Did you opportunity. know that it was going to be on Cartoon Network, or you just no, all of a it, sudden it was there, and you were like, "Oh, this is my voice." Yeah, this guy was like, uh, kind of like a little bit broken English. So like, <laughs> he, he had been to the states and spent some time here, but it was like still to this day, he's he's our manager now for That's the crazy. band. Well, talk he, about how you met her. How huh. you you were telling me before how you met this guy, the the weird connection with yes, that. Yes, yes. Um, apparently I had played a show with a guy from Downers Grove who went to L.A. and just was like working really hard trying to become a composer. And he landed the job as the composer for this show before this conversation happened with the demo and the Cartoon Network thing. And his name is Mike Kramer. And I guess he suggested me to, to be the voice to sing this song to the people in Denmark. So he's in L.A. now, this guy from Downers Grove, Illinois, which is even closer to <laughs> yeah. Chicago than uh, we are. And um, it was just so strange. I was like, M- I don't know if I know that person. When when the Lego people mentioned him, he's now a dear friend. I thank him all the time for That's what he awesome. did. But um, That's great. Just so cool how that stuff – and I just feel like it was God just saying, sure. you know, you don't need to be on the road playing music right now. You need to be home with your family, yeah. and this is how it's going to happen. Now, how, how have you seen God and your faith um, come into play? Because obviously you're, you're in the music world, and it's not all Christians. Yeah. Um, like how, how yeah. do you shine the Christian light in the world of music and entertainment? Yeah, it's that's a great question. Um, there were a lot of years where I felt like there was like a, a dual life thing happening where it was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you know, I, I know that I'm singing about that, but I can't let the kids know that. Sure. Uh, or, you know, the listeners. And um, lately, I just feel like God's breaking down that wall, too. Um, I think the most important thing I can do is is to not do that anymore. And... Um, it's it's gotten to such a cool point where we were out in LA, uh, Lego Ninjago just had a movie come out, and I'm like, okay, I gotta go do this, you know, silly LA thing, which just seems so far from kind of where I want to be and where I'm at with my faith and all these things. Like, uh, this is gonna be like, you know, just all the wrong influences on me or something like that. And I get there. And we're having breakfast with the team. There's two composers who do the show. And one of them is like exactly where I'm at with my faith. And mm. I, I go to his church the next day. And like everybody from the Ninjago team was at church. And it That's was just awesome. like, what in the world? I never saw this yeah. coming. Wow. So cool. That's cool. Yeah. Loved wow. it. So you're also in a band right now. Yeah. Called The Fold. Yes. Talk about how that started and where... 
where you guys are at now, what you guys did before. Yeah, uh, let me pick up a little bit. So nine years old, I wanted to play the drums. Played all through high school, played in the youth group. Um, always kind of felt like the good uh, kid in the punk band I was in, but the bad kid in the youth group. So there was just this kind of like tension inside of me. And um, But I always, I always stuck with the bands um, and kind of fell away from the youth group a little bit. And uh, when I graduated high school, I started a band called Show Off, all one word, no, no, no dash, no space, <laughs> very, very important. And uh, we, we got signed right away, and it, it was just a secular band. Um, I didn't sing in the band, so the, the singer was singing about girls and things like that, as they do. And um, <laughs> well, who, but yeah. who was uh, somebody else cool was signed by the same record label? Oh, I think. Are you talking about Madonna? Yes, I am. Oh, well, it was her <laughs> label. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So that's that, pretty cool. That was kind of crazy. Material girl. That's great. <laughs> yeah, the material girl with her material label. Um, and yeah, so we we were just floored. We're like, wow. We we thought maybe we would sign to um, like a local record label sure. and be an indie cool indie band, but this just happened out of nowhere. The 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 smaller labels wouldn't talk to us. So all of a sudden. You know, this guy in L.A. produces us, and he's his name is John Feldman. He's, like, one of the biggest producers in the world now, and we were the first band he ever worked with. Wow. So we're like, it was cool. And, you know, it's it, it led me down some awesome paths and some bad paths, but um, I'm definitely thankful for that, and it got, it got me, you know, to where I felt like I knew enough about being in the studio and being in a band and writing to where I could then in 2004 or five, um, that band kind of ran its course. We started in 98 or 97. So yeah, it was, it was a good, good run, but, um, I always knew after that I'd want to be the one who could write the lyrics and, and I, I was a Christian, I would say, but I, I didn't have that, you know, surrender that I had in 2002. So at this point that had happened and I said, you know, this is, my time to to be a singer i guess even though that was terrifying and it still is sometimes um so that was kind of how the fold was born um the name kind of started just because we thought it sounded cool but i found a verse in the bible which which kind of backed it up uh john 10:16 where he talks about how he has come that others who are not in that in the fold will hear his voice and uh mm-hmm. And will obey. Also, I probably murdered that Bible <laughs> verse. <laughs> it's, it's actually but, the uh, Ninjago version of that. Which yeah, is really good. <laughs> Throw some ninjas in there. That's awesome. But uh, yeah, so it just felt it felt like okay, I'm gonna do this. And like I said, there was still this kind of dual life thing that happened even when I was in the driver's seat writing the lyrics. But uh, you know, God's been faithful to to break down those walls. And now, are you still like considered a band? Yeah, um, I mean, everything we do with Ninjago is the fold. And uh, even as recent as this morning, I'm I'm working up like artwork for uh, kind of uh, everything we've done for Ninjago so far. So it's like 30 songs and it's the fold wow. Ninjago. That's uh, really cool. Best of kind of thing. That's great. So, yeah, we're not actively um, playing as much, which um, is fine with me. I mean, you know. There's these fun festival shows that come up, and that's great. But I I like being home with the family. That's yeah. kind of and I, mm-hmm. I I work during the day now, which is kind of a 
a breath of fresh air, believe it or not, because it was yeah. exhausting being in a van and <laughs> living. Do you do music stuff full time? Is that your day job? No, the day job is uh, I've, I've always done HTML, web design and coding. So that was cool. kind of like, okay, well, now instead of doing that in a van at midnight, I'll do yeah. that during the day and music will be uh, my, my sanity at night. So it's it's been good. I've been enjoying that rhythm for That's about five awesome. years now. That's great. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so we have some questions for you. I love this part. If you were to start a band with any Bible character, Ooh. who would you choose to start it with? Or characters. It can be plural. Can it be plural? Uh, yeah. It can be plural. Yeah. Because yeah. oh. a band can have more than two people. Right. It would be uh, Daniel, and we would be Dan and Daniel. <laughs> oh, that's good. And we would be D squared, and we... Dunkin' Donuts would be our sponsor. Oh, wow. You've really thought, thought about of this. this. this <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking about it now. Wow. That's great. What about you? Who would your band mate be? Mm. I mean, mine would be King David because he played the harp. I was going to say, because I need someone who actually is musical because I'm not musical at all. Right. I think that's who I would choose, too. Yeah. There you go. That's good. But the harp's kind of outdated. Yeah, but not if you plug it in. Put electric harp. Yeah, yeah, electric harp is actually nice. coming Do back. Do a throwback. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> throwback to the Bible sweet. days. That is so good. Do you have any, Amy, do you have any harp music as we talk about this? Oh, you know she does. Oh, here it comes. Wow. And that is. Some... I feel like if you were in the band, you would do like some interpretive dance or something. Oh, well, we already know David's the dancer. Okay, we know that. <laughs> but from the Bible. Yeah. But you could join him. Oh, my goodness. You know I would. Yeah. That would be a show. All right. So we also want to ask you, Dan, we want to know, like, what... We know who you are. We know you're talented musically. But what would you stand on a soapbox for right now? Like or what, against. So, like, Amy, like, give us an example. What She is really good at this. She always has something yeah, to say. Yeah, give me an example. I, positivity is my top strength, except for when I find something that I hate. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Triggers, we call them in our right culture now, today. Right <laughs> now, this week, this happened to me twice. Vanity license plates. Oh, That's oh, what those. I'm against. Okay, but here's why. <laughs> Nine out of ten times I see a vanity license plate, they're the ones that are swerving in traffic, cutting me mm. off. Hmm. There's a pride Going there, way yeah. over the speed limit. I hate it. License plate righteousness. Yes. Wow. Have you ever had a vanity <laughs> license plate? No, but I've been thinking about it lately, which sure. is why it's you funny that you You have to be that, that one that out of ten that doesn't do it. You have to redeem the vanity. Yeah. Plates. Oh, mine would just be like so annoying. It would just make people like shake their head. Yeah. We had one when I was a kid. <laughs> well, what was it? It said Salava. <laughs> oh, there you go. My last name. Which that is so creative. It's creative. That's good. But my dad was a good driver, so. I saw one the other night. that said "loyal to you." Yeah. Who do you think they're talking about? I, I have no idea. That's and then big. I saw a um a a hearse, and it said "last ride." Nuh-uh. Yeah, Ooh, it did. Are you joking? No, I'm like, how did they get that? <laughs> That's like, awesome. That really cool. That's what I wonder. Like, how you know in demand are these license plates? Like, if I have a great idea, what are the chances I'll get it? <laughs> okay, funny. So Mac, one of my kids, he said to me, we were looking at vanity license plates, and he goes, Dad, why don't you have one? And I'm like, I don't know. And uh, I, 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 I don't know what I would put on it. And I go, and this is Mac, I go, what would you put on yours? And he said, I don't know, something like Bob 24. <laughs> 
no kidding, Bob 24. I'm like, why? He's like, because that's what I thought of. I think that that would be a good vanity that's license hilarious. plate. Oh, Bob 24. Amazing. No idea. Wow. Just random. Love it. Yeah, he's one of my <laughs> one of my randoms. So what would you? What's your soapbox? Oh, my soapbox, man. Okay, I thought I thought these were like serious things. It can be. Well, it can no, be. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I've been going through. Uh, I mean, there was there was rooted, and I'm doing this Wednesday night thing called Gotham here at Wheaton Bible, which is very like intense, mm-hmm. almost like it, I think it started like they thought it would be a fun book club. It's like yeah. a grad school program it's almost. Very, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Deep, deep stuff. Uh, like self renewal kind of stuff. And um, I'm just realizing how different our culture is from from what the Bible says. And it's it's this um it's it's like causing this tension inside of me, which I think is actually biblical and it's good, but it just makes me just uh like oil and water sometimes with with the things I see in our culture and you know just the things that I actually came to accept myself as almost truth just like oh you know everyone's got their own path and you know I don't want to um diss on uh non-believers because you know they could be pre-believers but uh just feels like yeah that's that's kind of a tension I just I it makes me not want to go on Facebook and sure. Twitter and just like I don't know just pray more <laughs> yeah yeah I mean there, there's <laughs> a sense where it's good um in our world, there's so much incongruency. Mm-hmm. Like we're one person here, but one person there, and so I, I can, I can kind of get on board with that. Like, just be who you are. Yeah. You know, if you don't love Christ, don't pretend to love Christ. If you love Christ, love Him well. Right. In all of your worlds, that's good. Yeah. Let's play some music. All right. So Dan, you brought your ukulele. I did. And I was told to. <laughs> oh, weird. I don't Wait, know. Wait, you don't just carry that around? <laughs> oh. Yeah. (laughs) Would you want to play us a song from the fold? Yeah, yeah. Actually, this is um, one of the first songs I wrote uh, when I started the band, and and I like to play it because it's kind of my my testimony at the time, at least as one year (laughs) year one believer. Um, So yeah, here it goes. This one's called Gravity. See that I was only running circles in my mind Just goes on and on and on until it finally catches up to me That gravity takes me around and turns me upside down That's when it all came screaming back Just like gravity, what draws you to me? Someone I didn't know I needed It's like gravity And it's stronger than me I need you There you were in your 
perfection looking on you could see that i could only run in circles for so long just press on and on and on until you finally catch your grip on me like gravity you take me around and turn me upside down that's when it all came screaming back just like gravity what draws you to me someone i didn't know i needed it's like gravity and it's stronger than me i need you That was so good. <laughs> the fold, everybody. The, the fold version. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you so much for cool. sharing. Thank you for having me. Well, Dan, it's we, exciting. We had a great time with you. Thank you for coming. Thanks I think so much. this is a great idea. I think what you said in the beginning is is right on. We we're a big church, yeah. and uh, getting to know each other is is the only way to to change that. All right. So if the fold goes on tour, let us know. Yeah, we'll go. You have at least four people in this room. We'll go. <laughs> that would be there. <laughs> We'll do a we'll do a living room show. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that would be awesome. Well, to find out more about our podcast and subscribe, head to twenty seven westpodcastcom and follow us on Instagram at twenty seven west podcast. Twenty seven West is sponsored today by Madonna. Thanks to Josh Dix for doing all the hard work, Amy Mueller for playing harp, and Scott Murray for just being weird. Yeah, that's what I. Being a goofball. I'm Amy Salava, and see you guys next time. <laughs>